Two strangers come to the city, and her husband Lot greets them at the gate and insists that they stay in their home. He cooks for them, and she probably helps. She maybe even does most of it. And while she does, a crowd gathers outside their home. The men of the city have gotten word of the stranger's arrival and have come to show their own form of hospitality. After the meal and before retiring for the night, the household hears the call coming from outside the house. Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. Her husband, Lot, goes outside. He discourages the crowd from raping his guests, but offers their two virgin daughters as substitutes. The crowd isn't interested. They accuse Lot of being a judgmental immigrant to their city and threaten to rape him as well as the strangers. We don't know if she has anything to say about any of this. The strangers jump into action. They pull Lot back into the house and miraculously strike the crowd blind. They tell Lot to get anyone who matters to him out of the city because the wicked intent the crowd has just expressed is just an example of the wickedness of the city's inhabitants. And for that wickedness, the Lord is going to destroy both Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot goes to warn his two virgin daughters' fiancés, but they just think he is telling a joke. Actually, the first time she is mentioned in the book of Genesis is when the strangers, who are angels sent by God, tell Lot, Hurry, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away when the city is punished. Lot hesitates, and the angels grab the four of them and drag them out of the city and tell them, Flee for your lives, don't look back. Lot haggles with them about how far they need to flee to be safe, and the family of four sprints to the nearest town, which they reach as the Lord rains down burning sulfur from heaven on Sodom and Gomorrah. And the last time Lot's wife is mentioned in the book of Genesis, Moses tells us bluntly, Lot's wife looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. Why on earth did she look back? Back to the city where her neighbors formed a mob in order to rape her guests? Back to the city where her husband had offered her daughters to them instead? Back to the city that God smote with hellfire from heaven for their wickedness? You'll have to forgive the expression, but if it doesn't fit here, I don't know where it will. Why the hell did she look back? Curiosity, maybe? You hear fire falling from heaven on the city you just left. Maybe it would be hard not to look back and see what all the fuss was about. How about a little natural human defiance? Like, if I tell you not to think about a pink hippopotamus, what's the first thing that's going to pop into your head? And if I tell you not to look back, aren't you going to feel your mind itching until you steal a glance? Or was it just materialism? Her house was on fire and she didn't have time to pack. So she thought of all the things that she had come to think of as her life. And she looked back to see if there was any chance that any of it would survive. And then she didn't survive either. Probably all of the above, right? Lot's wife was probably a little curious, a little defiant, and a little materialistic. Aren't you? 
I don't know how you feel about your town or its people. I do know how you feel about your house and your stuff. And no matter how evil and wicked you may know a place to be, if you own anything there or any part of it, then that place owns a part of you. And someday God's going to light it up. Someday hellfire will rain again from heaven. Someday the Lord will purge the world of all evil and wickedness in his wrath against sin. And on that day, he will free you from being owned by your stuff and your house and your place. That day will be your rescue from the wickedness that owns a part of you. On that day, you will not need to flee for your life because that's the day that your life will come to find you. The Son of Man, Jesus your Savior, will be revealed and your salvation will come for you because your redemption is already complete. When talking about that day, Jesus told his disciples, Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. And because of Jesus, we can look forward to that day on which we will not look back. So remember Lot's wife and start not looking back right now. Don't set your house on fire, but be ready to watch it all burn and take hold of the people who matter to you, and look ahead. You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving our Savior Lutheran Church in Pomona, California. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawi, who is like a luxuriant native tree. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.